Good morning, LFA. Good morning, my neighbors. Yeah, those are getting longer God, and longer. Yeah, you, I got to spin this hat. You're really channeling your... Uh, inner mad dog. No, you're really channeling your inner mad dog. Yeah. What's going uh, on? Good morning, everybody. Oh. I can only imagine how much that annoyed Mike Francesa. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. You know, okay. you know, and, you know, and you know what else would have okay. annoyed Mike Francesa? What? If people didn't smash that rumble button. <laughs> yes. That would annoy Mike. Okay, get lost. If you're not getting the rumble, uh, get lost. Get lost, okay. 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 Right. 107 rumbles as we start. That's fantastic. It's fantastic. Love you, love you, love you. I've got to... Well, we're going to get into how the GOP is, is kicking... It's good morning in Vietnam, too. It's kicking serious butt yeah. nationwide. But if you guys tune in for the end of the show, it turns out... My dreams may actually come true. Oh, yeah. This My is dreams right. may actually be a reality. <laughs> the, 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 the seven-year-old me, Okay. what I wanted to be when I was seven years old, is entirely possible. It's Wednesday, by the way, and uh, I, I, <laughs> I think I did this on like the first Wednesday that we did and never afterwards. But today is Thank Your Producer Day. Yes. So obviously we love Eli and Frankie. Up the block, Frankie. Up the block, Frankie. And down the road, Eli. Because I don't know where he is. But Speaking of which, I've got to call Frankie about that thing that we Yes, that thing. You know the thing. Uh, but we want to say a big thank you to our talented, highly respected and talented producers. Eli, Frankie, you guys are doing a fantastic job. As always, those clips and just the, the they, inner workings, the back end of the stream. They do the hard parts, Doing guys. a wonderful job. Doing a wonderful job. Mm-hmm. It's because of them that you get to look at this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, but, uh, I'm, a little, I'm a little scruffy at the moment. I've, yes, I've got a wedding Friday, so I'm growing it all out. And I've got my, uh, I've got my Eli's in New Hampshire, so he's definitely very much down the road. Yes. <laughs> um, he's also very cold. Yeah, it's getting cold everywhere. Be careful with those elks. Yeah, that's right. There's, right, are there elks in New Hampshire? I think it's elk. Elk is the plural of elk, I think. There's no way. Yeah, I think so. There's is no it? way. No, it might be. It might be. Is elk the plural of elk? I'm gonna I'm gonna find this out. It, with Chat, plural what's the plural of moose? Of elk. Don't start this. It's meese. Uh elk. Plural is elk or elks. So it's both. It's by. It's by it's by plural By the way, today today is uh, National Pronoun Day. Apparently, uh, my pronouns are Trump slash one, yeah. and let slash go slash Brandon. My pronouns are we the people. Yes, I like that. Uh, so my pronouns are I'm cute. Welcome to the show today, LFA family. As we continue to hit that rumble button, we love you. We love our producers. We love the LFA family, and uh, we love the latest moose. news. Moose, not uh, not elk. Moose, what? In, in New Hampshire. Oh, it's moose in New Hampshire. Elk are out in, in, in I North saw North a West. video yesterday yeah. of two mooses. Mises? Mooses. Mises. <laughs> of two mooses fighting yeah. next to like a Ford F-150. And they kept, I, I, at some point in this fight, they both looked at each other, looked at the truck, attacked the truck. Yeah. There is now no longer a truck. The moose, the mooses were like, yo, you see that truck? Right? Let's not fighting with each other. And let's fight the man. And they destroyed the truck, you know? Yo, so that's it. It, it was terrible. Honestly, I was watching the video thinking to myself like... Hashtag oh, Moose War. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm so happy I don't live where those things live. Those are moose Because they're, in, they're, they're enormous. Mises are big. How have they lasted this long? I don't know. I always, you know, I always get quite, I always get like curious about alligators and crocodiles. Like, Well, but they're under the water. So I mean, like, at yeah, least they but, hide. Like, but they're like... Mises are like out among us. But, but they're in the wood. I mean, look, on Long Island, we have... Mises in the wood, is it? On Long Island, we have signs that'll be like, you know, 600 deer hit this year. Have you ever seen what a deer does to a car? Yeah. Could you imagine what a moose is? What do the moose do? Yeah. I mean, does the car just 
stop? I don't know. Is I, it like hitting a brick wall? It might just like disintegrate. I'm not sure. But that's crazy. Uh, m- yeah, I'll show you the video. It, these two And the plural of moose is mooses. No, it's meese. It's not meese. We know this already. We've been through this. Meese. Several times ago. Good morning, and, Rhonda. Good morning to everybody. Uh, so we got new polling out. And as you know, I, I love polls. I track these polls. I read them. I stay up at night. I look at them. Uh, a couple of really encouraging signs in polls that are not friendly to the Republican Party. First of all, on Real Clear Politics, the Real Clear Politics uh, House polls. And I love Real Clear. Real Clear is not uh, friendly or unfriendly towards anybody. It just gives you straightforward what the data looks like, what the generic ba- uh, ballot looks like, uh, what what everything uh, is is shaping up. And what we are seeing in in Real Clear politics is that there was a a dip in Republican enthusiasm, and the the lead of the on the on the generic ballot from the Republican Party had diminished uh, in September, and that's due in large to the fact that polls were showing uh, Republicans trailing. We're showing registered voters instead of likely voters. We've been through this a couple of times, um, and we saw essentially uh, that once they started polling likely voters, you were going to start seeing things shifting back in the Republican direction because there's an enthusiasm gap, Mm -hmm. and the enthusiasm gap is going to give you, basically when you start polling likely voters, those who are excited to vote, those who say they will be voting, uh, those polls will start to shift in our favor and that's exactly what is going on so we're starting to see uh polls shifting in our favor uh they're starting to display what would most likely be displayed on election day absolutely here on real clear politics republicans have made up a significant uh, amount of ground and you can you can kind of see it was once october began they flipped the script and september everyone started getting a little worried what's going to happen the gas prices are coming down pollsters that delayed this is it ed morrissey we actually we actually covered his first article about this uh the article at town hall who to thunk it gop generic ballot rating jumps to eight month high just before election day unexpectedly well it was unexpected if you don't know how these work but ed mm-hmm. morrissey has been out there uh examining and and really going through these polls uh and doing this the right way, getting all the information out to tell us not to worry. The incentives of accountability, this coming from his article, they work so well in a free market. No, one month ago, the media used the generic ballot polling to uh, market to claim Democrats were making a comeback of sorts. A week or two ago, the narrative shifted to Republicans making limited gains. Limited gains. Now that Election Day is almost upon us, and now that Real Clear Politics has announced its plans to begin keeping score on pollsters, that's something that 538 does. By the way, now Real Clear Politics is doing that again and their relative successes in predictive outcomes. Suddenly, Real Clear Politics congressional metric has begun turning more red. Take a look at the gap and the direction polls have taken. I'm going to put this up on your on the screen for you just so you can see uh, where the polls have begun to shift. But it's a it's a very, very good sign. Take a look at this, folks. As you can see on your screen, this massive jump right here. You can see it. And then again, right there is the Democrat enthusiasm. I mean, you can see where the trends are going. And the trend is your friend, as we say, in weather. The trend is your friend, as we say, in polling. Mm -hmm. That's where you can predict where things are headed. Politics is all about momentum, guys. And right now, the momentum is squarely behind the Republican Party. That's right. Three weeks ago. Both because of the enthusiasm of Republican voters and the utter 
Yep. Calamity. Yep. That is all thing Democrats. That's that's right. Three weeks ago, said Morrissey, I argued that pollsters had delayed their likely voting reporting until suspiciously late in the cycle and perhaps wanted to avoid what that would show. They certainly had plenty of data on voter enthusiasm well before that point and yet insisted on sticking with registered voting reporting until late in September, in some cases after actual voting had started. In fact, even this Real Clear Politics aggregate average still includes a registered voter uh, result from Politico and Morning Consult's October 7th to 9th survey, both Politico and Morning Consult had better hope that its D plus 4 result isn't the basis for their score coming out of the midterms at Real Clear Politics. The only other Democrat lead in this aggregate is from the Economist slash YouGov, a Democrat plus two among likely voters, clearly an outlier from a polling series with a strong Democrat lean anyway. Don't just look at the sudden expansion of the gap to two and a half, a uh, 2.2 points from last week's 0.08 either. Look at the sharp incline of the GOP number in the past week. The current Republican result is up a point and a half in the, uh, in the average in a single week. And has now hit its highest point since February. Republicans had a four-point lead at that time, about twice the lead now. But Democrats are declining slightly ahead of Election Day, too. This spike has helped by the GOP-friendly pollsters like Trafalgar and Rasmussen. Trafalgar finding a five-point lead for Republicans. Rasmussen finding a seven-point. But also from Harvard-Harris, R plus six. And the New York Times and Siena poll, R plus four. Neither of which can be accused of favoring the GOP. So more of the mainstream polls are starting to come around to the idea mm-hmm. that the Republican Party is in line for major, major gains in the midterm elections. So just out of curiosity, and I actually haven't asked you this before, other, other than our race, because mm-hmm. that's obviously the most important yeah. one to us, what race are you looking at that is that you think is going to be the one that everyone sits back and goes, wow, that happened? Um, New Hampshire, that's one. Um, Pennsylvania governor. I believe in Mastriano, but a lot of the polls aren't picking up on it. And Arizona Senate. Okay. Arizona Senate because uh, apparently the GOP was pulling funding from Blake Masters and he's still closing the gap. And I think that's due in large to Carrie Lake. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at Michigan governor. Oh, yes, that one too. I forgot about that. Tudor Dixon is, is right there. She's right there. Also, she is right also, there. I'm not gonna lie. Like at first, I was like Tudor. What the hell kind of name is that? It's growing on me. It's a cool name. It's growing on me. I right always here. think it's like her last name. It's like Tudor Dash Dixon. Yeah, it's not. It's it's Tudor, Tudor. first name Dixon, Dixon. last name. Uh, but the polling is starting to swing in our favor. And you know, again, we kind of knew that over the course of the summer, they were trying to paint the narrative that the red wave wasn't going to be so bad. It was going to be a trickle. It was going to be a little... Mm. Look, we're only a, a net gain of five or so seats away from flipping the house in general. Yeah, so it won't... So we never needed 60 seats or the shellacking that, you yeah, know... That Obama called it after the Tea Party wave. He right. had... We, we were down so many seats there that we were able to gain more of them, you know? It's there a, are less seats up... There are less seats that we currently trail by, and therefore less that may flip. So the yes. narrative after the midterms go, oh, well... It was only 35 seats. Yeah. If we flip 35 seats, I mean, that's more than what Real Clear Politics is saying. They're saying about 27. And it's really funny, too. If we too. flip 35 seats, I mean, that's, that's, that's huge. That's monumental. And it's you funny. Know? it'll be funny to watch the media talk about how this really wasn't a red wave because it wasn't this sort of Tea Party wave of 10. Right. Meanwhile, we will still probably end up with a net more seats than we gained in, in, in 10. Yeah. Plus, you know, if we, if we pick up these 30 seats like people are talking about, mm-hmm. then we are able to cut out useless Republicans. Yes. One of them we know uh, one of them is our congressman. One of them is our congressman. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> one of them may be our next 
yeah. door congressman. Yeah, yes, exactly. It's it's pretty crazy. Yeah. But uh, the polling is starting to shift, and this is an interesting number here. You think they might just listen to us. Maybe. Then... New York Times 2022 generic ballot summary. This is what's used to track the House of Representatives. Overall, the New York Times is finding uh, plus four for Republicans, 49 to 45. Independents are favoring the Republican Party by 10. And this is very important. This is why we know Republican voters are enthusiastic. And look at this, Twitter. Apparently, I'm not following Blake Masters. This is only the fourth time I've tried to follow him. Thanks. I, you know, Twitter's really pissing me off. That's why I'm in this getter hat. <laughs> uh, independents are favoring uh, the Republican Party by 10 points. They're favoring uh, Lee Zeldin in our race by 20 points, by the way. But independents favoring the Republican Party by 10 points. So I love to energize our people. I love to energize Republicans. I love to energize, you know, patriots and folks on our side to go out and vote. But I'm seeing these huge, huge uh, uh, numbers among independents favoring the GOP. I want that plus 10. Yep. I want independents across the country to get out and participate when you didn't think they were going to. I wanted all these pollsters to be focusing on voter registration and who's registered to vote. I want the independents to be the new silent majority that we welcome to the loud majority family. Come on over. I want the independents to be the ones who said we have had enough. Exactly. If they're favoring the Republican Party by 10 and those people come out in droves, you could flip 40 seats, 40s. 45 seats. You could flip seats that nobody thought were even in contention. I mean, look, the New York State Senate race, the real clear politics New York State Senate race is, I believe, a, a 12. 13 point on the RCP average. RCP, NY, Sen. 12, you said before. That was what Quinnipiac found. Oh. But the, the real clear politics average is 14 and a half, 14.7. So let's say it's an average of 15. Mm -hmm. Chuck Schumer, I said he won by 30 points. I was way off. He won by 43 points in 2016. He's only up by 15. I'm not going to lie. That's kind of impressive. This is insane. And this is a guy, Joe Pinion, who is not being funded well by the Republican Party, mm -hmm. has a problem with name recognition, has been undermined when it comes to fundraising, but is out there working so hard working that he's got off. Chuck Schumer running in an actual race. Chuck Schumer has been able to, in, in New York, coast. He's never run an ad in his life. Yep. He didn't have to go to Oyster Fest or the Jones Beach Walk where he got trolled by a kid in a Trump hat. He didn't have to, he didn't have to do all this. If you guys haven't seen that picture, go on Instagram. Yeah. Check out at Loud Majority. Yes. It's 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 great. It's 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 a work. There's, there's the Picasso. Yep. There's Picasso. There's the Mona Lisa. Yep. The Sistine Chapel, and then there's this photograph of a small boy wearing a Trump 2024 hat with Charles Ellis Chuck Schumer, Schumer. who looks like uh, he looks like the old man from the American Gothic painting. You know, and that's Chuck Schumer saying, "Oh, you're a Trump voter. Well, you can still vote for me because I know you're voting for Zeldin. Please I'll, vote for me. I'll don't vote for opinion. With, I'll be honest with you. They're scared. I don't even think he noticed. I don't know, but I think they're scared. And I think, obviously, if the, if he's called out on it, go, why'd you do that? he go, well, I want to go gain all the votes. You know, I'll give you that roundabout political answer. But I look at it and I say, if Chuck Schumer is only running a 15-point race at this point when he's previously... And this is not just coming from one poll. Siena found a 20, uh, 19 points. Maris found 13 points. Quinnipiac found 12 points. The Real Clear Politics averages 14.7. He won by 43. There is a sentiment growing in this country that they are done with the Democrat Party. And if we see independents come out like this poll is suggesting from the New York Times, so you know it's probably more than 10 points. Yep. But think about this. Abortion was the issue. The Dobbs decision is going to spell doom and gloom. Why would the Supreme Court do this before the midterms? Well, first of all, the Supreme Court is not a political 
institution. Yes. It never should be. It never should have been. It shouldn't be in the future. It is supposed to be a free and independent court that reviews these cases on constitutionality first, foremost, and only. That's, That's it. it. Okay? But remember what you heard. Remember what you heard about women. This is going to keep women home. The school moms who came out in 2021, who got involved in Virginia, got involved in New York, got involved in New Jersey, got involved all across the country, that turned the tide of some of these local races. No, they're going to be scared away. It turns out that those women, while they may be pro-choice, are also not pro-death. They pro don't death. want to see late-term abortions, babies being ripped out of the womb. They understand that in a lot of these late-term abortions, there is a child in there whose head gets crushed by a piece of medical equipment and gets sucked out by a vacuum. That's not what these women, especially these mothers yep. of children, want to see. And, and that's why on this New York Times poll, mm -hmm. independent women favor the GOP by 18 points. That's unbelievable. That is huge. Well, because what that tells you is that, and you know, we said it on our show this morning, is that as much as the left wants to make certain things topics, they can't make fetch a thing. No. No one cares about climate change. Do you know how rich you have to be to care about climate change? They say that the average climate change activist makes $150,000 a year. That's, that's crazy. Because you have to have life so good, so good, that cow farts are what keep you up. That's right. Cow, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh, all that it turns out when my electric bill comes Stacey in. Stacey Abrams farts are more deadly than cow farts. Look, it turns out <laughs> when my electric <laughs> bill comes in and I don't have the money to pay it, I'm not sitting back going, you know, there's a polar bear out there. Yeah. It's very sad. Mm -hmm. You know, and I, if I got to see that image of that polar bear floating on that piece of ice one more time, and I'm that's, what, that's what they do. And that's what Coca-Cola made their ad campaign off of, the that's polar it, bear on the exactly, ice cube. You, you got that right. And an iceberg but, didn't sink the Titanic. But that's the thing. Is a that polar bear might have. Women can't understand, liberal women can't understand, particularly young liberal women, can't understand how women, any woman could be pro-life. And that's the liberal arrogance, mm -hmm. is that I believe it, so you must believe it. I'm sure there are people in the chat who have disagreed with us on this show, yeah. on this current show, sure. on shows in the past. Maybe you think we take things too far. Maybe you think I'm a little profane. But we're all the big tent. Right. On the left, you either believe what they believe, what each individual person believes, or you are then cast out from the shadows. And that's important to make that distinction that we, on this side, on the, on the right, right, while we may not walk in lockstep with each other all the time like mindless drones, are tolerant of differing opinions. That's the point. There are opinion. We're tolerant. We literally are tolerant of her. You know. You know. Uh, it, there may be folks who think that every single poll is fake, and I don't think every single poll is fake. And I respect your decision and your opinion to believe that. You have every right to believe it. I take a different approach. Mm -hmm. This is really cool, though. Listen to this number that came in September. Independent women led on the generic ballot. The Democrats led that category by fourteen points. Wow. It was Democrats plus 14 in September on the generic ballot. That's in October, it is now Republicans plus 18 among independent women. Folks, that is a 32-point swing. Which A 32-point swing. The net shift towards the GOP from September on this poll, R plus 6 overall plus nine among independents, plus 13 among women, and 
32 among independent women. And it's all right. Well, it's one poll. Are there other ones that say it? Oh, you want other ones? Because I got other ones. I'll tell you right now. Independent women shifting like this. That's from a New York Times poll. They put that poll out. They say, oh, maybe we caught a trend in September. Maybe we'll come back with some good news. And guess what? They didn't come back with good news. And well, I'll say this question. too. that if their, if their sampling was skewed, maybe it's even more than that. Yeah. Here's the question. Is that the question is, are liberals putting too much stake in the Dobbs decision? Or are things so bad mm -hmm. in every facet of life? You know, I don't know what it's like to be a farmer in Iowa. I don't. But are things so bad when it comes to grain pricing? Crime. Has, how many sectors of the economy has inflation truly hit? Because we see, I, Larry Kudlow was talking about this on Fox Business, which is something I didn't think about, is that when home buying goes down, all the trades go down as well. Mm -hmm. Because if, you're not, if nobody's buying homes, nobody's redoing kitchens. Yep. Nobody's redoing living rooms. Nobody's redoing bedrooms. So all those trade workers, all the carpenters, all the contractors out there, they lose work. And here's a Harvard... And it's something that I never really considered, the downstream effects yeah. of a dying housing market. And you speak about losing work, obviously an economics issue, a money issue, a finance issue. Uh, so are inflation. Inflation's another one of those issues. Mm -hmm. right, Harvard-Harris poll, again, another poll that's not friendly towards conservative, finds inflation at 37%, the top issue, 29% the jobs and economy, 23% immigration, 18% crime and drugs, number five, abortion, 17%. People don't care. It's mm -hmm. done. That's it. We are done here. The abortion issue, this idea that Roe versus Wade was going to flip the midterms, is over. It really it's is. done. Because it turns out that if you poll independent women in Louisiana, they're pro-life. That's just it. If you poll conservative black women in Birmingham, they're pro-life. Yep. So when you see these posts about how 160 million Americans are about to lose their fundamental right, uh, mm -hmm. no. October 17th, this is uh, uh, an agri a list of a couple of polls. Uh, five consecutive polls are now showing the Republican Party ahead among likely voters. Obviously, that's important. Registered voters are fine. You could be registered to vote. You may not vote in the midterms. You may not be enthusiastic about voting for Democrats. You may stay home. If you are, if you are thinking about voting for Democrat, please stay home. If you don't stay home, please vote Republican. <laughs> well, something tells me that if you're watching this show... Yeah, you're not voting Democrat. The likelihood of you voting Democrat... Unless you live in West Virginia, which, I'm, which I'm still not totally sure. West Virginia, Mountain Mama. Yeah, take me home. <laughs> I'm really, I'm still not sure how Joe Manchin's doing this. By the way, not sure. New York Times, Siena poll, GOP plus four. Harvard Harris, GOP plus six. Rasmussen, GOP plus seven. CBS YouGov, GOP plus two. Trafalgar, GOP plus five. Five in a row, showing you, showing you that the Republican Party is making monstrous gains here in and on the generic ballot. Here's an Ohio poll by Suffolk University. J.D. Vance plus two. I believe it's a much bigger margin much than that. Especially when Mike DeWine is up by 18. Well, here's the question. Was that poll done before the debates? Uh, it's not giving me date. Uh, October 11th to October 15th. All right, so it was done before the last debate. Yeah, so then it didn't get a chance. When, when he decided to tell him that you're going to call me a racist and I have three biracial children. But here's from another poll here. Uh, Ohio poll, 23% of likely voters watched the debate between J.D. Vance and Tim Ryan. Who did better than you expected? Vance plus 10. Independence, Vance plus 35. Yeah. All right, so... All right. All right. Well, there we go. That, you know what? Like... 
like the Mets being down in the ninth. Yep. The game's over. Minnesota Post poll finds Keith Ellison and Schultz tied among the uh, oh, in that race there at 47% Schultz each. and the terrorists. Yes, Schultz yes. and the terrorists, correct. Ron DeSantis holding a 10-point lead in Florida. We obviously knew that was going to be coming. That's, I mean, come on, you saw that happening. Governor Gretchen Whitmer only up five over Tudor Dixon uh, in an Emerson poll, another poll that tends to lead a left. I've seen polls that, that has Dixon within one. Yep. Um, here it was, uh, MSNBC, the Republican lead on the generic ballot is larger now than in 2014 at this time. Uh, the real clear politics average in 2022 is GOP plus 2.2 in 2040, in 2014, it was, uh, GOP plus 1.8. The actual result was GOP plus 5.7. That is, that is like San Andreas fault line earthquake shattering. Yep. Here's the YouGov Yahoo midterms poll. Definitely of of people who responded, they will definitely vote. In other words, Mm -hmm. the most enthusiastic favors the Republican by 13 points. Generic ballot among independents, Republicans by 9 points. Biden approval rating among independents, he is underwater by 33 points and 49 points underwater on inflation. Well, because it's amazing. If you look at where they're campaigning, so Joe Biden is campaigning in all places they know they're going to win. Yep. All the battlegrounds, Obama's hitting. Yep. Obama's going to Ohio. Obama's going to Georgia. Obama is going to Arizona. Mm-hmm. Joe, they're sending Joe Biden to Texas. And I want to make this distinction again. 2024 general election, independence, Trump plus 12 among independents. So they're starting to realize, orange man, not so bad. Well, Sean, <laughs> if Trump is plus 12... With independence mm. in 2024, mm. then you and I better have a serious vacation bag <laughs> planned because yeah. we are going to be taking this show on the road. On the road. Listen, folks, and again, it's I want to make. going to have to learn how to drive the camper. That's right. I want to make this. I want to make this decision. I want to make this. <laughs> be a dis- lot of moving that seat between you and me. This distinction, real quick, and this distinction. Okay, uh, it's 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 very very important. The polls that I just read from, none were Trafalgar. None were Rasmussen. Not that I don't trust them, but I always like going to left-wing mm-hmm. sources to see if they're telling me what I like to hear because I know they don't want to do that. I know Trafalgar wants to report McLaughlin the right way. McLaughlin wants to report friendly, friendly information. Rasmussen, to an extent, wants to report friendly information. I know the New York Times does not want to tell me that, re- that independent women have shifted 32 points exactly. in my favor. And that's what Nate and Silver does. And that's why I love it. And Nate Silver... That's what he does at 538. Nate Silver he pushes can, he, polls in a, skewed, does. in a skewed direction yep. in order to push turnout a certain way. If Nate Silver could just give me polls mm. and not give me swing, uh, 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 um, opinion... He would be the by far the greatest resource on the internet well, in terms of polling. It's easy to take a it's easy to take a poll and make it say what you look. If you want to show a poll that shows Lee Zeldin in New York down fifteen, yeah, you could show it. Just poll Manhattan. Yeah, that's it. And this is the issue. Nate Silver you know, would be great, you, you but he's not. Show, you he wish cast before every election. If you want to show Lee Zeldin winning, poll Suffolk County. He wants to tell you that they, that the Democrats have a twenty nine percent chance of keeping the House. In in no world in is no that a reality. Universe. I'll get my five percent chance. But then again, the New York Times also had it at ninety-eight percent. Yeah, for Hillary Clinton. Yes, that's right. And if you guys ever want to watch something that's just comical, uh, watch the Young Turks the night of the election in twenty sixteen mm-hmm. as that New York Times ticker starts to fall further and further to Trump, mm-hmm. and watch Jenk just go apoplectic. Oh, it's great. 
It's great. Georgia poll 20 hours ago by Landmark finds Brian Kemp up six points and very important over the 50% mark, so no runoff in that race. In the Senate, Herschel Walker and Raphael Warnock are tied 46% each, so that will go to a December 6th runoff. Same at, uh, with the Secretary of State, Brad Raffensperger, 47% over B, uh, I don't know, Nien, Nugin, I don't know how to pronounce that last name, N-G-U-Y-E-N. I don't know how to pronounce that. Gwen. 47-36%. to 36%, That would also go to a runoff. And the Attorney General, uh, Chris Carr, up 47-40. to 40. The problem Another is one going runoffs around. tend to favor Democrats because Democrats will bring in a ton of outside money. Yeah. And right now, when it comes to Republican fundraising, call this good, call this bad, call whatever you want. Right now, Donald Trump and the Save America PAC is sucking up a lot of national fundraising. Oh, yeah. You know, so you got to figure... If they're going to try to do everything they can to save the Senate, particularly if they have to hold on to the Warnock seat, and they'll know after Election Day, because mm-hmm. they'll have to do the runoff so they'll know where they stand. If that's the only race to keep it 50-50, they're going to dump everything they can into That's it. right. And John Fetterman is fumbling in the red zone here. Uh, and by fumbling, I mean he just is he's, he's floundering badly here. And it's, you know, I mean, you want to say it's a function of the stroke? I think he's an idiot. I think he's always been an idiot. The stroke just made it worse. Um, Oz is closing in on Doctor uh, on uh, John Fetterman in the Pennsylvania Senate race from a, um, uh, from Fabrizio and Impact Research bipartisan poll that's coming on Politico four point shift towards Oz from June. It's now a two point race within the margin of error. In other words, dead heat. Uh, if you're in Pennsylvania and you're upset with Doctor Oz for any reason, do you want John Fetterman to be your senator? You cannot. Let that happen. Cannot let that happen. Period. End of story. I think that goes to Oz. And look, we saw what we saw what happened when people who didn't like someone or something didn't come out to vote. We saw what happened in Georgia. There is no reason, no reason why John Ossoff and Raphael Warnock are in the Senate. There's None. No, there's no reason for it whatsoever. Mark Kelly and Blake Master separated yeah. by one point by Trafalgar as well. But yes, there is no reason there's, why. Well, there's a reason. His no. name is Lynn Wood. Lynn Wood. And he sucks, in my opinion. Yeah. And so does his hats. Yeah. So there you have your polling update for the day. And it's very important to understand. I know we have, we're very skeptical of polling, but the polls are starting to shift in our favor. And if you like what you just heard, I need you to do one thing. Hit the rumble button and hit it hard. Yep, guys. Share you- this show out and hit it hard. Because I just gave you a bunch of left-wing mm-hmm. polling outlets. Left-wing polling outlets that are telling you... That things that they didn't want to tell you. And it's important to know, look, even if you don't believe in polls, we use the same polling place. Mm-hmm. And we do that in order to show trends. That's right. And we see trends going back and back and back and back and more and more in, in the Republicans' favor. So even if you don't believe certain polls, I don't like to read polls that that show me what I want to hear. So but by using... Real, real clear politics. We can start to see all the trends. Even here in New York, mm-hmm. Siena, not a friendly poll. No, but they trended. It was a six but point. They keep trending yeah. towards Zeldin. And you know what's great? And I mention this all the time. I love. I like Trafalgar because they tell me what I want to hear. But I always look elsewhere. It's like if you know, if I see a story on Fox News, I want to see what CNN is saying about it to see what you know what <laughs> the other people are saying about it too. And there's a lot of times where things are talked about on Fox News that are just not, they're just ignored by CNN. And that's the media participating in gaslighting. We know the four steps, if you listen to Bongino to gaslighting, is lie, lie often, lie confidently, and isolate people from the truth. So what they'll do is they'll tell you that there is no crime in New York City. 
They'll repeat that over and over and over again. They'll call it propaganda and lie confidently so that you believe the lie. And then they'll take the truth of the fact that there is absolutely crime rampant in New York City. And they won't talk about it. They will isolate you mm -hmm. from the truth. Don Lemon did That's that. That's what they do. Don Lemon did that on CNN when there was a crime wave a few years ago. He was like, you know, I had dinner outside last night and nothing happened to me. Just look about this. And I was like, oh, so because you weren't, because you, Don Lemon, weren't killed in a restaurant that I assume probably cost $80 for a salad. Because you weren't killed, there's no crime. Four words. These are actually four words. You want to hear gaslighting. Fiery, but mostly peaceful. There it is. Because you're telling people, hey, there was a fire. But folks, it was just a fire. Everything else was peaceful. It's nonsense. Yep. There were millions of dollars in damages over the summer of 2020, but CNN won't tell you that. Mm -hmm. There was a, there were millions of dollars, billions of dollars harvested and, and just brought in by Black Lives Matter. We all knew in June and July of 2020 that when you hit donate on blacklivesmatter.org, it sent you to act blue and that money went to Democrats. We all pointed it out that if you were a Democrat and you really believed in black lives and keeping black people alive, why would you Democrat, uh, why would you donate to an organization that is going to send your money to the party that has been in charge of these cities where you highlight systemic racism for 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, in some cases over 100 years. 100 years we all knew about this. Candace Owens' documentary comes out now. That's good. I mean, that's great. I, I, I'm, watch it. Give it to your liberal friends. That's great. We all knew this was the case. I'm, I'm very happy she I'm did gonna, that. I think I'm going to put it on after this. I'm happy she did it. Mm -hmm. I'm happy it's out. You know, because it's a nice, if it's an hour, hour and a half. And by the way, LFA TV is going to be doing some big things like that too in terms of documentaries. I know we're going to get <laughs> LFA goes to turning point. Oh, it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. But folks, we know we know the truth and we know how the media has isolated you from the truth and that's the point of some of these polls that they will try and isolate you from mm -hmm. the truth. But now even these non-friendly polling outlets that I like to look at, not necessarily trust, but I like to look at to identify trends, even they can't isolate from the truth anymore because it's too much to handle. When I look at Trafalgar in the New York race a month ago and I found them and they said it was a four-point race, I said, well, you know what? I need to see other polls with single digits. And it didn't happen for a while. And now all of a sudden, Maris was single digits. Sean Cooperman, a Democrat pollster, was single digits. Quinnipiac, was, uh, who's not a friendly poll for us, was single digits. Siena, now a double-digit poll, is the only recent poll mm -hmm. in double digits. Yep. Now they are the outlier. Now I believe in the trend. Not exactly. that I didn't believe that we could win, but now that it's reflecting in the polls that crime and inflation in our state are the number one issue. Abortion ranks all the way on the bottom as not an important issue. This race is winnable, and I'm really excited. We've been talking about flipping New York State for two years. Two years. I went on Jeremy's show back in August, or uh, in, in late July, early August, and said we're going to do it. We've been saying it for such a long time. There's a clip of us on Fox News at our fourth rally. Yeah. A week before the 2020 election. And I said to them, it is time to end the Cuomo dynasty in New York. Yeah. And at the time, I didn't know that he would have resigned, know, that, that he would have ended that himself due to his grabbiness. Yeah. Due to, I'm you going know, to grab. I'm going to Grabbing all over the place. I'm, I'm going sorry. to grab. Kathy Hochul is the only woman in my administration I did not put my hands on because well, I was afraid she was going to bite me well, with those teeth. That's why her eyebrows are so high. That's cause right. Because he did grab her. No, she, no, he didn't grab her and her eyebrows are high because she's surprised. She's like, oh, I wasn't grabbed by Cuomo. Not even I will touch somebody. <laughs> not from, even I will touch somebody. From Buffalo. Like, <laughs> he hated the Bills. I'm sorry, I'm sorry Bills fans. I just, you know. I would, it, it, it's just cold. I would never go near her. I would never go near her. We just got an interesting email. Yeah, did we? Yeah. From who? From Cindy Castile in, oh. in, in uh, Covington, Kentucky. And what does it say? <laughs> Love you guys. 
Thanks for always keeping it real. I yep. enjoy listening, and I miss you on the weekends. Keep up the great work and give Brennan a raise. Oh, okay. <laughs> Keep up the great work and give Brennan a raise. They nice. I like it. We're That's a good show today. That's a good. Yeah. You get a gig. All right. Yeah, all, right all right. Smile. Smile There's for the raise. camera. There's your, There's your raise. There's your raise. <laughs> There's your raise. <laughs> liar, liar. So thank you, Cindy, for signing up for the newsletter. Cindy, you're which great. Everybody else should do over at loudmajorityus.com. Sign up for that newsletter. Check out the shop, guys. We got a whole bunch of fun stuff, and we're gonna yes. be coming out with some new stuff very, very soon. But before you do that. Now, here's a word from a cool sponsor that we've taken on here. Now, folks, this and, product and may not... And that sponsor is right next to the rumble button. That's right. <laughs> uh, this is a product that may not apply. You may not appeal to some of us out there, but they have a bunch of other uh, products out there that would very much uh, serve the purpose that uh, of relaxation, feeling good, you know what I mean, uh, calming pain without taking any serious drugs. These are crazy, stressful times, so what is your solution to relax? If you haven't tried CBD, you have not experienced complete relaxation. CBDistillery.com has the best CBD products, including their top-rated Synergy Plus collection. No prescription needed, and it is delivered to your door. You do not need a prescription, but this delivers a sense of calmness and well-being that'll make you wonder how you managed life without it. So, what could possibly be this effective at taking the edge off of life and deliver a level of chill that you've never experienced? It's called Unwind Synergy Plus THC and CBD. It's only available from cbdistillery.com and you must be 21 or older to order. Unwind Synergy is remarkably formulated with full-spectrum CBD plus hemp-derived Delta 9 THC. Bottom line, if you could use a little peace and calm in your life, Unwind Synergy is for you. And with over 2 million customers, CB Distillery is the source you can trust. Visit cbdistillery.com and click on Synergy Plus. And at checkout, enter LFA Lima Foxtrot Alpha for 15% off. Again, enter LFA for 15% off at cbdistillery.com. That's cbdistillery.com. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, and South Dakota. Folks, it's CBD. This one has THC in it. There are other products on there that don't have the THC. If you want to avoid that realm, there's some full-spectrum CBD in there without the other additives. You don't have to worry about it. But if you're into that type of stuff, too, by all means, check them out. Promo code LFA. You know, and the best stuff about CBD, somebody said it in the chat. Helps me sleep, I'll tell you. If somebody in the chat said they give it to their kid who has ADHD. Instead of hooking them up on Ritalin or Adderall, so like, much better. Like they did to my look, my entire generation. Yeah, they gave they give, they put us all on Ritalin. Yeah, and now we're all on Adderall. Well, I'll tell you what. Well, well, not we. And if you're not exposing the child with an underdeveloped brain, you know, under 25 to THC, there are there's really, and I'm not a doctor, but the risk there is no psychoactive properties yes. of CBD, so you don't have to worry about your kid walking around high in high school, and, <laughs> you know, uh, if they're calm down and the anxiety and the the bounciness and adhd levels are lower because of cbd i know people give it to their pets yeah some of their pets some huskies probably need some cbd because they're bouncing all over the wall there's a guy on the couch outside that could use some thc <laughs> we see what happens when that happens I would, you know what you know what why don't you order up give it to i want to thank mateo for, uh, for his generous donation yeah that's brennan's raise there you go there it is right there <laughs> folks hit that rumble button we're at 1040 we're almost at 400 rumbles already look at this lfa family doing the <laughs> doing the great job out there uh with all of this ladies and gentlemen again so try that out at, cbd is pretty cool at 1045 guys we get to get to my favorite story yeah we're gonna get to a, a really interesting story there really, as well 
Yeah, you know what you want to do now? Oh, I want to go to the Veritas oh, you, quick oh, yes, about yes. about Eric Adams, and then we'll go to your story yes. out there in Paris. Breaking. Oh no, on... no, I'm not, I'm not doing the Paris story. Oh, you I'm, I'm doing my dreams come true. Oh, dreams come true. Okay, dreams. fine. We'll do, do Paris. You know what? Tomorrow we'll do Paris. Okay, tomorrow because, we'll do Paris. Migration is such a great thing, guys. Okay. Just ask the people in Paris. That's oh, right. Let's get to this That's first. right. Uh, breaking, New York City Mayor Eric Adams is, quote, not capable enough to handle illegal immigrant crisis per his top aide or a top aide. Quote, there was talk about us limiting the number of migrants we would accept, and I'm glad we didn't do it that way. But I still think what Abbott was doing has proven effective, like it's flooded our system, a top aide told Project Veritas under, under, uh, undercover reporter. This from Hannah Nightingale. Post-millennial, a new video from Project Veritas Action has revealed that New York City Mayor Eric Adams' top aide has doubts. And this is important that the distinction here, not a top aide, the top aide is mm-hmm. what it looks like, has doubts about the mayor's ability to handle the ongoing illegal immigration crisis in the city, a result of the border crisis created by the Biden administration. Chris Baugh, Boff, Buff, B-A-U-G-H, Buff, I'll say, a member of the advanced team for Adams, spoke with an undercover Project Veritas journalist revealing how how delicate the situation in the city is currently. Uh, quote, there was talk about us limiting the number of migrants we would accept, and I'm glad we didn't do it that way, but I still think what Abbott was doing was proven effective. It's flooded our system. Frankly, I don't know how much Biden is going to appreciate having a mayor be like, hey, you owe Blue Cities money because of this migrant crisis. Well, it's all gone to Ukraine. Congratulations, yep. you idiots. You know, you could have taken that money, but it's all over there. No, it's all over there. Good stuff. Uh, like, eventually, that's going to make Biden look bad. We're a month out from the midterms, and he is not going to like that. It's a very perilous situation for him, and I don't know that Eric Adams is capable enough to navigate it. Interesting, because Adams is supposed to come in. You know, he was. I heard, I heard Andrew Wilkow talking about this yesterday. He's a former NYPD officer. He was running on, you know cleaning up the city when it comes to crime. The exact op- the exact opposite has happened. He was going to take a police officer's approach to the mayorship. He hasn't done that. The city is out of control. It's not safe. You walk out of your apartment, you might get hit by a stray bullet. I have nothing to do with you. Just people are shooting. Uh, not just shooting guns, but shooting up between their toes <laughs> outside of Penn Station. There are safe injection sites in the city. There's a rat problem. And first off, do you know how long you've got to be doing heroin to need to use your toes? Yeah, I and mean, that's a problem. That's like a problem. Like, that's like a real you big move problem. From you, you, you miss the arms. Yeah. Now you got to go, all right, I got to find a new spot. Fingers. Fingers. Head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Knees and toes. It's not actually it's not funny. No. It's actually very serious. It's sad. It's sad. It's tragic. Do you know how long? Like That is like a distinct problem Like at that point. Like, mm-hmm. But Buff continued to say that uh, to say that the situation is, quote, ultimately a struggle with the city's right to shelter laws. Noting that the law was intended to keep homeless New Yorkers off the streets at night. Buff said the law is not designed to say, like, we want asylum seekers to come to New York City. That's not the design of the uh, law. Like, well, bro. you know, like, dude, like, okay, man, you're like boss, like said, like in October of 2021, that, like, you were going to welcome all asylum seekers. So maybe, like, it's important to, like, hold them accountable. All, valley, about that? all, all valley girls. Well, no. let's <laughs> get out of here, but. Yeah. When asked if the city should just amend these laws, Buff said that Adams' office is, quote, choosing not to. Buff said that if Adams were to do this or to place a cap on the number of immigrants allowed in the city, quote, everyone would resign. <laughs> Responding to, do it. Do it. Do it. Settle. Settle, 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 settle. Responding to the journalist's question about how many the city will take, Buff said, quote, all of them, like, we don't like it, but we will take as many as they keep sending. 
He also says, I think the optics of this bear, uh, this are bad for Biden and bad for the mayor. And I think Biden's saying, all right, I'm just not going to give money to New York City. Yeah. Because they can't take care of these migrants. It's just going to be bad policy. And the best Where's is, Jackie? there's a San Antonio con- uh, council, there's a San Antonio councilwoman who's straight, a Democrat, who straight up said Joe Biden told San, the San Antonio mayor to stop sending these migrants. And he was like, no. No. Absolutely not. No. It's just, you know, uh, Buff also stated that. I tell that, you what, San Antonio? <laughs> this is this is funny, too. This is the best. Buff also stated that, quote, the city is broke, adding at this at, at this point, quote, makes me very nervous as someone who is paid by the city. Well, the city is broke. Yes. It, it turns out when you pay out unrealistic pension plans for 100 years, because mm-hmm. all pension plans are a Ponzi scheme, unless you edit them to work in, and I'm not, I get in trouble for this in New York, and I don't really care because I can add. Yeah. When you don't account for the length of time people live, your pension plan runs out. It's like Social Security. When they put in Social Security, people live to be 60. And 115 people were putting in for every one person they're taking out. Now, 35 people are putting in for every one person taking out. That's right. And people are living to be 90. That's just math. Mm-hmm. So you have to do one of two things. You either have to put in austerity measures and pull back people's pension funds, yep. at which point will be the end of your political career, yep. or you have to start taking out money more in the current pension funds, which you can't do when you're laying off city workers for not taking a vaccine. Or you could do what Buff is saying. You ready for this? Uh, he said the city's anticipating a $10 million budget deficit by 2026 and that the free money received over the pandemic is gone. When asked about the option of raising taxes to deal with the influx of illegal immigrants, Buff said that while it is in fact an option, Adams doesn't want to. Yeah, that would not be a very good thing to do, to take people who are renting out closets for $5,000 a month mm-hmm. and raise their taxes to support people who shouldn't be here. Well, because there's already a city, which I did not know, because I, I used to have my aunt's address mm-hmm. on my license yeah, yeah. so I could do something on city tests. Yep. It turns out I got charged a city tax. Oh, yeah. If you work in New York City, you pay your federal, your state, and your city, and your city That's tax. That's correct. Now, Buff also says, he says, quote, or we could, like, you know, like, man, reduce services. Oh, uh, austerity measures. Interesting. Now, it's funny because, like I said, everybody is starting to wake up and come around to the idea that the current welfare programs and entitlement programs that are out there cannot continue to be supported. He said, like, just not give people enough stuff. I don't know. Pick something. Department for the aging. Immigrants. Like, we're housing immigrants now from Texas. It would be very easy to be like, nope, not anymore. Racist. Racist. Racist, 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 racist. And on that note... But that's what's going to have to happen. There's going to have to be austerity measures. Somebody's going to have to come around and say... We can't do this anymore. It's time to change our approach. Mm-hmm. And if you're seeing now people like Buff, who's who's a top aide, the top aide to Eric Adams, who's got to be a lefty, a mm-hmm. liberal, coming around the mountain, you see coming a picture, home. Did you see a picture of him? He's definitely a lefty. He's definitely a lefty. He, if these people, if people like this are saying things like that, we're winning. We're winning, and we're going to win like nobody has ever seen before. Mm-hmm. All right, why don't we go about Oakland here? All right, guys, so I'm so this excited. This is good. So when I was seven years old. First, hit the rumble button. Yes, hit that rumble button. Because we're over 400. We're over 400. Bingo, what, bango. What, what do we got here? 415. That's a beautiful, that's that's a beautiful thing. Right, so, guys. Dreams come true. When I was seven dreams years old, true. I knew what I was going to be when I grew up. I knew I was going to be a Power Ranger. Yeah. And then I got to be like a teenager, and I realized that probably wasn't going to happen. But it turns out, now I can be. This from the Daily Wire. An Oakland ramen worker... 
dressed as Power Rangers, mm-hmm. rescue a woman from a man choking her. Go, go. Ramen workers dressed as Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Go, go, Power Rangers. Go, go, Power Rangers. At the new California Bay Area restaurant, rescued a woman Friday night after a man chased her into the business and put her in a chokehold. Oh, wow. Ploy Pira Pokin. There's not a there's not a chance I got that one right. Documented the series of events in a string of now viral tweets from the Thai-owned restaurant Noka Ramen in Oakland, California. Uh, yeah, so I, uh, a guy was chasing a chick into a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Started choking her out, yep. and then encountered the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah, so and you all can I know is I can be a Power Ranger, everyone. You should do it. I should do it. I think I'm going to do it. It would be like the Guardian Angels, the Curtis Lee, but you would be the Power Rangers instead. Yeah, that it would, would be. Although, I, I, I got to say, I think I think this this suit. Please don't wear spandex. I think this suit would have looked a little different on yeah, me I, back when I really wanted to be a Power yeah, Ranger. Yeah. I really just wanted to be a Power Ranger because I like the Pink Ranger. Yeah, well. I mean, Amy Jo Johnson. And tough guys wear pink. I mean, my first. I mean, listen. She was my first love. There you I go. I met her in a grocery store like like five years ago. Oh, pink Ranger. She was walking down oh the frozen goodness. food aisle, and I literally, I she was walking past me, and I just went, I was like. <laughs> I can't, I just can't believe. Where is this? Where is this? What, oh, are, Daily Wire? Daily, Daily Wire. Wire. It's, it's that guy, Brandon? Brandon? Yeah. Brandon, Brandon Gray or Dre? Dre. Oh, yeah, we love him. It's just the, the headline in and of itself. Oakland ramen workers dressed as Power Rangers. Now, when you had that screen scrolled down, all I saw was... No, no. Watch. It, it's right there. I'll go up a little bit. A little bit more. All I saw were Power, Power Rangers, Rangers rescue, rescue woman from man choking her. Yo. And I went, what? Yo, I just got it. Like... Yeah, when I met, uh, the, when I met Bud the, Connor is right in the chat. Spandex is an earned right, not a privilege. Oh my God! Healthcare. Hello, people are going to die. People are going to die. So the Appar- Power Rangers are now a thing. Apparently, I hope the Transformers are a thing too, because the transgenders are a thing. So oh it's the same God. thing. I I cannot wait to read transgender women wait. in disguise. I might but get in trouble for that one. When the employees dressed as the '90s live-action superheroes witnessed the man attacking the woman, the manager dressed as the Black Ranger and his employee dressed as the Yellow Ranger told the man to leave. Oh my god! The goodness. Yellow Ranger then blocked the attack. <laughs> Told the woman to hide in the kitchen and dragged the man out of the restaurant by the collar. Oh, why didn't I write this restaurant? Why didn't I write this article? Oh man! Did you see the? <laughs> Did they have like one of those megazords? Yeah, they showed. <laughs> the Green Ranger told her that the staff was beta testing the costumes. The manager, the Black Ranger, said he is, said he is a Power Excuse Ranger me. with Excuse absolutely me. no power. Excuse it's me. It's a Thai restaurant. I the Ranger of that. Color. It's, it's a, the Ranger of Color. It's a Thai restaurant. You can't say black. Oh. But we wore the right outfits tonight. The Green Ranger told the police. What? <laughs> this is the greatest article I've ever read in my life. The Green Ranger told police. Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> okay, uh, uh, Parapokin, uh, that's the owner of the restaurant, that's oh, the name I can't pronounce. Yeah, Pokin. Uh, oh, no, no, I'm sorry, that's the woman who was attacked. Oh. Said she thanked all the rangers for their time <laughs> and said her party would pay for the food and double the tip, despite the pink ranger telling them <laughs> it was on the house. <laughs> the Power Rangers. This is the greatest thing I've ever read in my life. <laughs> Uh, Yo, I want to go to Oakland just to go to this restaurant. And just be like, oh, the Power Rangers. Power Rangers. 
It literally says, <laughs> but we wore the right outfits tonight, told the Green Ranger. The Green Ranger told police, you know, we are the MAGA Rangers. Oh, we all go dressing like Trump spandex and yo, just be MAGA Rangers. All I know is they don't, they don't mention the Red Ranger. I guess he was... Uh, oh, I don't know. I guess he was trapped by Rita. Uh, <laughs> I can't deal with this. The attacker began swinging, kicking, and yelling out Asian slurs as the two <laughs> Power Rangers, as the two Power Rangers, but, <laughs> but when they all joined together and shouted, Hey! <laughs> There's no way that happened. This is, uh, that's what it says. <laughs> Wait, what? Whoa. Oh, the attacker began, oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, this is... Why were they dressed like that? Guys, I'm... Oh, because li- they were beta testing the costumes. Yeah, I'm literally putting this in the chat. Oh. Everyone needs to read this article. Oh, my gosh. This is this is the greatest article I've ever read the in Maga my life. The MAGA Rangers. Folks, the MAGA don't Rangers. go MAGA Rangers, okay? We're going to be the mighty... Uh, Halloween costumes. Yeah. yeah! Mighty morphing MAGA Rangers, okay? It's going to happen. We're going to break out the biggest MAGA swords in the history of the world. Yeah! <laughs> oh, oh boy. Oh, I'll tell you what. On I think Sunday is what is is October thirtieth is a Sunday right so that means on Monday it's Halloween right yeah yeah so that means we're gonna be on LFA TV on Monday we have to come in as MAGA Rangers yo, yo, you please know don't wear spandex though. no but we're definitely gonna oh you know what on Halloween we're gonna wear costumes on the show yeah we'll have costumes yeah, on for like, sure like full cop big I'm, beautiful MAGA Rangers I already know what you're gonna wear what uh, what what the helmet what helmet. Your helmet. Darth Vader? Yeah, oh, and then you said it. No, I'm not going to wear Darth Vader. It's too hot in that thing. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm going to find something good. Yeah, I'm definitely I might. I might go full suit with the Trump mask on, for for, for real. That's going to be hot. Yeah, it would be hot too, but not as hot as the Darth Vader helmet. I wore my Darth Vader helmet when I had the China virus, and I was sweating bad. Uh, but anyway. Guys, all I know is this show is blowing up because we're over 450 rumbles Folks, right yeah. They, they, they tend to like the MAGA Rangers. All right, folks. The MAGA Rangers, they love it. Everyone loves the MAGA. Go, go MAGA Rangers. But she can't be the Pink Ranger. What? Because I like the Pink Ranger. Well, you can still be the Pink. Okay. The Yellow Ranger? Okay. Guys, why do you keep saying no to spandex? You only see us from the chest up. Yeah, well, that's true, but I have to see it. You don't even don't know if I've got it. pants on. Jeez. <laughs> go, go, MAGA Rangers, okay? That's what's going to happen. So we're going to In do the, the words of Michael Loftus. Why are those pants still on? Why are those pants still on? <laughs> I love Michael Loftus. Loftus party. All right, folks, we're done. Let's get out of here today. We'll be back tomorrow. Same time, same place. 8 a.m. Uh, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Rumble.com slash LFA TV. Uh, I'm sorry. No. 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Rumble.com slash LFA TV. The great Antonio Sabato Jr. is on from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. on Rumble.com slash LFA TV. Also on Getter. Shout out to the Getter crew for the merch. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Uh, we say these four words over and over and over again to the people in power. Either get it, get out of our way, or respect the Power Rangers once again. And Yo. those four words are that if we do not com- we do not consent, we will not comply. Thank you. God bless you. God bless America. Go, go, MAGA Rangers. Go, go, MAGA Rangers. Stop complying with any unlawful mandates you and madness. mighty morphing MAGA Rangers. You mighty morphing MAGA Rangers. Stop complying with any unlawful mandates of madness. If you live in a state with unlawful mandates of madness, and as always, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> stay loud. <laughs>